Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. internet and welcome back to the intoxicated podcast if you're new to this podcast this is a podcast where i have a friend on and we have a drink of their choice and we talk about something that pertains to our relationship or pertains to them something they're passionate about my name is sarah um i never introduced myself in my intro so i'm gonna start doing that now that's really all you need to know my name is sarah this week's guest is shannon now shannon was actually on the episode with Lindsay, um episode 14 so shannon stuck around after that episode and things got real real interesting here's what you need to know about this episode shannon and i had a two-year fight like no joke didn't talk for two years We are all good now. We're on great terms. Um, All that is behind us, but we never really talked about the fight. So this episode, we get into it. It was a huge fight and it was a huge, definitely a huge part of my life that she was not in my life for. So um, it was really good to kind of make up for lost time and kind of talk about things from the perspective of looking back at what we were like back then and what we've learned from it. It was very cathartic. Uh, It was a very good discussion. And obviously, I have a lot of love for her. So I'm super happy she was able to come on. Um, We actually also got into some other stuff. We got into some talking about camgirling, which is very interesting. I had a thousand questions. And she's the only person I know in real life that's ever done it. So super, super happy. Shannon's wicked. She's an open book. She's my dream guest to have on. She's just down to talk about anything. Actually, when I started the podcast, Shannon was one of the people in my life that I immediately thought of that I really wanted to have on because she has a lot of life experiences to talk about. Um, So I'm super pumped that I was able to get her on. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and we're going to get to the episode. But as I always say, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes and Google Play. Make sure you're downloading the episodes. Make sure you are following the Facebook page. That's Intoxicated Podcast. Instagram is the same thing, Intoxicated Podcast. And on Twitter, in underscore Toxicated. Um, Guys, if you want to be on the show, if you want to be a guest, freaking send me a message or um, shoot me an email at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to consider really anyone, anyone who has something to talk about, I'm willing to do it. So yeah, do that up. And don't forget about Intoxicated Reviews. That's our other channel. Um, it's a little bit of a little bit of a break over there right now, but we do plan on getting more reviews episodes up very soon. Hopefully some preacher episodes. I might do a Master of None episode. We'll see. Um, you're going to hear a lot more from Corey. Um, Corey's going to be doing some really cool things over on that channel. So make sure you are subscribed over there and stay tuned for that. And um, that's what it, guys. Enjoy the episode with Shannon. So, all right, guys, we are actually back. This might be a two-part episode, or maybe it might just be a standalone episode, but we are here with Shannon. Hi, it's me. (laughs) So exciting. So, (laughs) happy to be here. Thank you very much. Yes, Shannon stuck around after Lindsay was here, and we're going to knock out our own episode because we got some shit to talk about. Fuck yeah. Oh my God, do we ever. Um, So this is is awesome. This could be a four-parter. This could be. (laughs) 
Uh, Shannon's like, oh, I'm going to just stick around after. I'm like, yeah, we're going to record. I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) So we are here. We are still drinking some butterbeer. Check out the episode with Lindsay about pregnancy. It's amazing. She's an inspiration. Yeah. I love her. It's great. We're, we all used to live together, mm-hmm, so we're mm-hmm. just going to continue the story from there yeah. with me and Shannon. So, yeah. um, Shannon, like, how, like how, we met through a yeah. so we met through a yeah, mutual we met friend, through a mutual friend, yes, and we really we really hit it off right away. Oh my god, did we ever? Like yes. we, it, you went from zero to sixty. You remind me of myself in so many ways. Yes. I think that's why we get along in a different way than most people because we're very similar. We you are know? both loud. We're both headstrong. Yeah, yeah, and strong personalities exactly and i usually it's weird because if you look at like my close friends like i tend to have a lot of close friends that aren't at all like me and if you look at my close friends i don't tend to have a lot of close friends so it all works out (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh man butterbeer is better with ice (laughs) oh shit but yeah no like we got close pretty fast and uh, hung out a bunch yeah and then pretty much one night we were like you well, I think your apartment rent was rising or something. You needed to move yeah. out, and I was coming back from the valley where I lived at the time, and I was looking for a place as well because I was summer subletting. Right. And we were like, we should just move in together. Yeah, holy fuck, yeah. brainwave. Exactly. And yes. then we ended up getting Lindsay and living together. Yeah, and-, and then Lindsay was like, you guys are moving out. Oh my god, I want to get on board. And we were exactly. like, way easier to find three bedrooms. So sure, live with us. Exactly. Yeah. And there was a we went to Pride. That oh summer, God, that was such a fun time. And that guy, <laughs> oh yeah, was, that guy. Oh my God, that guy. Let's just call him that, that guy. I'm okay with that because he was like the definition of that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Not sure if he listens, but we were still friends. But uh, oh good. It was yeah. a, it was a wild wild night. It that was. night. Oh my um, God. We got to go on the pride float, dress a, up. We had the confetti cannons. We got heat stroke. Oh. I'm pretty sure afterwards. Then we went to we went to Pizza Hut and we were like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was amazing. But, like, okay, so what's kind of cool and interesting about mine and Shannon's stories is that we were super close. Very, very much. But then, like, we had a period of, like, really not good times. We did, unfortunately. So that's what we're going to talk about because this is, usually my podcast is like, yay, happy, woo, woo, woo. But, like, I, this, this is interesting to me. Yeah. Because... I've had many a friend falling out mm-hmm. in my life, yeah. but the one with you was probably the hardest one that it I was, went through. It was hard on me too. Right? So, and, and I would like to point out, I don't think we've ever really talked ta- about it. Okay. So this podcast is going to be amazing. Well, <laughs> this is going to be good because I think we did talk about it the night we made up. Yes. So we'll just... we'll, At we'll do that a, friend's house. Yeah. Yes. We'll do a quick overview. Kitchen. We had a fight. We didn't talk for... Oh my like god! Two years, easily two years, easily like two solid years. And it then, was, it was because I was dating, I was dating Frey for two years. Yeah, and it was during that time that so would yeah, make sense. It was two years, yeah. And then it was just a party one night. Shannon looked at me from across the kitchen and was like, "I'm drunk enough to talk to you right now." Yeah, is what and you I, said. And, to I, me. and I miss you, and I'm fucking tired of this. So let's just forget it. Let's just write it off. Let's just Guys, be friends again. This is the real life, Katie like, and Taylor. <laughs> I I didn't know if we wanted to do the show, but I wanted to talk to you. What do you think of the shadiness that went down today? What do you think Wait, of it? Wait, was there shadiness today? The shadiness? What, the, I didn't hear about this. Spotify iTunes shadiness. Okay, what, what happened? Okay, okay. Well, you know, Witness dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Taylor decided to make up a bullshit reason, like she holds sells 100 million wet records worldwide or some other nonsense. She basically went to her team and was like, what's a, give me a milestone. I need a milestone. She put herself on Spotify last night and slashed all her album prices on iTunes. What? 
bitch, bitch. And you know what? I was willing to give her shady rap points for just the Spotify, but I think the iTunes was too far. I think that was too far, Taylor. Listen, I've always listen. I love them both. I love their music. I do too. I've seen Taylor in concert. I love. Oh, I love. I love music. how she looks, and I love her music. I love. But I just I th- don't think I'd ever be friends. Oh with Taylor no, Swift. I think she's just a stone cold bitch. I, I, Taylor is in it for Taylor, and I respect that. Yep. But when it comes to being a shady, a shady snake, mm-hmm. there are some moves you can do. Which I agree. The Spotify thing that was great. That was top shade. <laughs> the iTunes thing was taking it too far, and now you just look like a bitch, Taylor. So like. <laughs> Katie wins this one by default. But she wins to me. this one in general because I mean the whole feud was ridiculous. It's the stupidest feud. It's backup dancers. I don't know why it's still go. Of course I know it's publicity. Yeah. But I 100%. mean, and that's the only reason Katie's talking about it again is yep. publicity for the new album. And I don't blame Taylor for reacting to her talking about it again. I mean, there are rumors though that they're both in on it. That this is all like, Inter- uh, okay. I right? which I was willing, was to, I was willing to believe that until this move today, which I think just makes it look like shady. That is like, shady that, as that, fuck. Isn't that shady? So shady. And like, no. it's just so ridiculous because because Katie was essentially like. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not on a record cycle right now. And she was talking to her backup dancers and was like, you can go join Taylor Swift, but just to let you know, like, in a year, yeah, I'll coming. probably want you to come back. Yeah. And like, and then so at that time, she's like, do you want to come back? And they're like, and they even came out and said, like, yeah, because you're yeah. funner than her. I don't, and I don't blame those girls. I think it was, it was a career move. Yeah. Do what's best for you. I think Taylor blew it totally out of proportion. I mean, she wrote a shitty song about it bad blood's not a great song it's not like it's and i love taylor kind of like bad blood <laughs> I, like, I like the kendrick lamar but, version because the beat's oh, way yeah. better yeah 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 but like the ly- yeah. lyric wise it's not her best nah you no know? probably like, not no, no no but yeah and then yeah so yeah, i'm yeah. team katie all the way but i, I don't get me wrong i'm I, still a taylor swift oh fan. yeah I, like, I agree i am like, also i like when it comes to music i would rather probably listen to taylor yeah yeah but when yeah. it comes to people and i mean katie is yeah kind of a little bit messy right now katie but is not here's the thing about her and i love her to death she's yeah. my fucking muse oh, she's fabulous um actually when when Lindsay and shannon moved in with me i'm pretty sure i made you oh, okay well wait we you that and i went perry texted you yeah we you and i went to see part of me together we did theaters. we did we did i there with, with kelsey yeah yeah and when and then we drove around halifax blaring her songs blaring we thought jesse would come out didn't we yeah yep and then when Good we time. lived together, I made Lindsay watch it because at that time I was like, "It's a pinnacle of our friendship. It's a great you movie. need to watch part of me." It's a great it's documentary, fan- even fantastic. just from the aspect of her and Russell Brand. It's fascinating because yep. her and I are breakup buddies. Me and Katy Perry both. Her and Russell Brand had their divorce on the same month that I had my big breakup. What I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so we're breakup buddies, and oh. so so my life, like with her music and that whole album, it mirrors it's, a it's lot. Like intertwined. A yeah. Lot. yeah, so that's why I love her so much. But I will say, like, she is up and down with her style, and like Taylor's what? more consistently poppy country rock. What did like, you think of Katie's haircut? I like it. I like it too. It, I don't mind it at all. People are freaking out about it. I, I think she can rock any haircut. I think she gets too, but I don't think she believes she can rock that haircut. I don't. You, oh, really? Yeah. You don't think I she's worn it? I don't much? think she. I don't think she thinks she. I think that she thinks she made a mistake with that haircut. You can get which a wig. Which is a shame. But she has I think so many wigs on her. She could just put a wig on. It's so true. She has so many wigs. That girl. I mean, her so. hairstyles have always been great, and oh, this yeah. one is great too. But I don't think she feels that way. That's true. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I do prefer longer hair, Katie. I'm. I like the. I liked, it, I liked it when it was more like Sarah Paulson's cut when it was right. still a little longer. Oh yeah, and but she now was that she's cut it real short, I think mm-hmm. it's a little too much. I liked it, it better before. I mean, she still looks great. 
but preference wise, I liked it a little better longer. It's weird. But she did look very eerily like Sarah Paulson. Yeah, it was creepy. Oh man, <laughs> but I will say, like, she's still my favorite. I love her personality. I bet like, you're going to see a great show. Yeah, I'm like, stoked to go see She puts her. on a great show. I don't. I'm nervous about this album. I don't know how much I'm going to like it. Yeah. But um, I haven't read anything about it. I don't know what the reviews say. I don't know anything yet. I know. I, I, hope I know it well I know her. it's weird. I know that she's like doing some weird stuff. But I mean, you know what? That's what I like about her too. And that's I like that she's to, willing to do different. That's things. what it means to be an artist. You sure. have to put yourself out there and test your boundaries. That's because otherwise, totally if you're not growing as an artist, what are you doing? You're just writing the same songs about the same boyfriends you date. Together. And that's yeah. But then again, <laughs> it's like it's two sides of the coin. It's yeah. like you know she. She does what she does. She sticks with it, and it's people like it. Yeah. So that's what she'll keep doing. I just want a, a song that has a Loki Loki pun. Ah! All I ask. I cannot wait for her next Literally album. All I want. That's going to be I a know, doozy. October, I think. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Soon. But we got really fucking we sidetracked. We did. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're just like avoiding talking about this. But we're not. Holy I swear fuck. to God, we're not. I just really wanted to ask about that. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I think back and I'm like, I don't know when this whole thing started. I think I do, though. I do. I think I remember when it started. Shannon was dating someone. So you take the reins on this. You well, started dating someone, but he wasn't physically in Halifax. No. I, I, we, well, when we all moved in together, we were all single. And I think the expectation was we're going to be single bitches having a great fucking time. Which we did. We did. For a while. Of course we did. But unfortunately, Timing-wise, I did meet someone. Yep. And we did start dating, and he lived away. So for the first six months of our relationship, he lived across the country. So I did still live with you two, and we were all technically single. Yeah. But I kind of wasn't. And then he moved back, and I... This was my fuck-up. I take full responsibility to this. I did not take into consideration your feelings, and I apologize for that. Uh, I should have realized it would have affected you, and I didn't. And I'm sorry. With what? With the boyfriend? With the boyfriend. Yeah. I, it was not that I, because he moved in. Yeah. And I asked you guys if it was okay. And of course you said yes. Yeah. But I should have thought harder. And I should have asked you more than, I should have asked you guys like 7,000 times. Right. Because I don't think it was right in the end. And yeah. I should have respected that it was going to be a woman's space and we were moving in together as ladies. And yes, I did meet someone, but I shouldn't have right. jumped into that. And I'm sorry. That oh, my God. Don't I am, though. Don't, I forgive you. Totally. I mean, Obviously, everything's good now. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Completely. Yeah. Completely. But, yeah, I think that might have come I'm into it. But also, but also, what's cool about this fight is I think we were both dumb at different times. We were. Like, okay, so so there's that aspect of the boyfriend came in. Yes. And I think. Yeah. And then the, I just remember there was one night. And listen, guys. I'm still a fucking hot mess, but I was even more of a hot mess she back really, then. She really was. I was like, I love her, really newly was. single then. <laughs> that was like the first year of my like after my breakup. It was. So I was going through a fucking lot, and I, I don't think I was over it. You weren't, and, and I didn't realize how hard it had really hit you. I mean, you yeah, which hard, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he was a dirtbag when he did. You was fucked. Yeah, but I didn't realize just how much you were still reeling from it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I don't think you did I, either. Though, I don't to think I did. And there was a lot of drinking, and I think there was one night that we were at the I remember it, we were at the kitchen, mm-hmm. and on the kitchen table, and he was there, and I was just in that drunk, really dark, like, everything sucks, I suck, oh, woe is me, I remember pity that me, night. pity me, I'm so sad. You were definitely And low. you guys yeah. were in, like, honeymoon stage you of were. It was, romance. It was a very awkward meeting of yeah. different places and different spaces in a big, it was just, it was like... The temperatures in the air that create a thunderstorm. Yep, you know? And that's what happened. Yeah, and I remember, I, I don't remember what I said, but I had said something. I ex- did. What was it? T- say it. <laughs> say it. This is so... You okay. told me that he was 100% going to cheat on me because that's what boys did. 
And then you told me that my father probably cheated on my mother. What? Yeah, you were. Fucking oh bitch. yeah, you fucked up too. We both. Fucked. I'm so, like we that. Were, that wait. was like not in my right. We were young and we were dumb. We were in bad places. We were yeah. We were. I think so. You know? and that's part of growing up is realizing future when you look back how fucked up you were and how it affected other things and you just weren't 100%. aware of it. Hundred percent. You just weren't aware of it. And the thing was was too was like I was super selfish back then. I made everything about me, and I was probably jealous. Like I think I was jealous of anyone who was happy back. You then. were. You literally. I was, told I that. was jealous. Sarah, Sarah you told me once. I didn't understand cat pictures because I was in a relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I had really bad. I hated you anyone were in, in such love. a dark hole. Yeah. You were. It was but bad. I don't blame you because you got burned real bad. I got burned real bad. It but the thing is, is I didn't. I was. Ah, God. I was a fucking nightmare. So that that's where I fucked up big time, and that's where it started. I think yeah. there was a tension. We both. But we stayed. For, there was no. We. That's where it kind of started, and I think it was just like boiling under the surface. Yeah. And. Then it was the job thing. So on my end, there was a job. Yeah. We won't be specific. No, we won't. Unless we want to be. I don't care. What are they going to do? What are they going to come for me for? There was a job that um, I applied for. Yes. And Shannon's brother, Mark, like, helped me apply for. This is the thing. Okay. Mark gets (laughs) no shit thrown on him. But he told me about the job. And he told me to go for it. While he was helping me. Yeah, I would just like to point out, Mark. Mark. You fucked up too, Mark. (laughs) Just joking, we love you. But, and and at that point, like, if if the whole boyfriend situation hadn't happened, I think I definitely would have been able to come to you and be like, listen, I know you're you're going for it. Mark told me about it. It also right. suits me. Do you mind? Yeah. You were already... You hadn't talked to me for like two months. What? So... What? <laughs> but here's what I don't get. Were we not talking? Because... Okay, maybe we weren't talking then. We weren't. We definitely weren't. Because Mark said to me, like, are you going to tell her? And I was like, I want to, but I literally don't know how because she already fucking hates me. <laughs> what? So what had happened, though, that made us stop talking? Because it wasn't that time in the kitchen. I don't... That was, like, the start of it, but that wasn't it. Was, it. I think it was just as else. my relationship... Because, again, we were on the honeymoon stage, so things mm-hmm. just kept getting rosier for us, and mm-hmm. I think you got a little colder as that happened. Yeah. And it just snowballed, you know? Snowballed and, and then the I didn't know how to approach that situation. I didn't know what words to find. I wasn't... Right. I didn't have any courage when it came... Because I'm a doormat, essentially. So yeah. I, d- I didn't have a spine yet to be able to go to you and be like, listen, this is stupid. What the fuck? I don't think either of us had a spine, We didn't. Though. Neither of us that, So that's we the thing about this fight. Yeah. We were both wrong and broken in such different ways, but they were the ways that made it so that we could not in any way talk to each other. Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing, because it was one of those situations where it's like in a movie, where you're just like, just fucking talk to each other. It's one conversation and everything will get fixed. But if you're not in the right place and mindset of either people to do that, it never gets done. And then things just get worse, you know? Oh my God, it got so bad. It did. So what happened was, was I applied. Yes. Okay, so here... Here's how I remember from my perspective. Yeah. And you give, this is what would be cool about it. You Go can give it. your perspective. Of course. I applied. Yes. And I remember I was like in that kind of waiting period. Yeah. And then I had noticed that you started doing Yelp reviews. And I was like, uh-oh. I was like, uh-oh, she's doing it too. Is that how you found out? Yeah. I thought Mark might have told you. No. I'm so sorry. I found out through Now I feel Yelp. even shittier. Oh, oh, shit. I just named the company you, you too. before, I know. I did. Doesn't matter. It we're doesn't both matter. We're both not working for them. Yeah, we're But we, you had started doing I did, I Yelp did. reviews. I really thought he told you. No. I'm so, I feel really bad now even more. Oh my God, I'm so no. sorry. No, no, don't. I like, don't actively feel like shit. I really thought, <laughs> I 100% thought he told you he was doing it. Oh my God. No. I'm so, 
That was such a shitty way for you to find out. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I'm then, so sorry. And then I don't even know we what it was. It might have been Lindsay who had told me that. that think, you it must have been. Or it must have been it. Lindsay. It must have. Yeah, someone I can't see. It. I can't see who else would have known that you would have asked. Because it would have only been Lindsay and Mark. Probably. That's probably it, right? More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, I think I got, I think I had two interviews with them, or maybe it was just one. But I, I did get to the interview stage. I had five. Yeah, there, there was a lot of interviews involved. I, what, there was two, actually. I'm pretty sure I, I had think you, no, you must have had a phone two. and a person? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, you know what? The other thing, too, is, is, like, at that age, I didn't fucking know what my dream job was. I, I had thought it was my dream job. I thought it was and a dream job too. Even like it was after, a yeah, exactly. And then awful. so, what happened was I had found out that you got it. Yeah, and I was just devastated. And I don't blame you. Yeah, I was devastated no, about no, it because it, it wasn't about you getting the job. No, it was, it was about it was the a lot lack of, of communication yeah. and the fact that we had not been talking. How yeah, you had not told me. You didn't check. It, and it, even it was too, a situation like, that could have been fixed easily, but none of us could see it. The way to fix it easily, exactly. That's and what it, it was. it's dumb yeah. because it's like you know, even if you had asked me. Is it okay that I apply? Like, I could be like, um, I'm not really a fan of you applying. And you could still... It's a job. It's like, true. I don't own that it's job. True. Like, looking back, I don't like, know. Like, there was probably no way to make it, you know, like... Because, yeah. like, the way I found out, like, I didn't sneakily find out, you know? Like, no. I did, I, it wasn't like I found out, oh, she's applying. I'm going to apply just to be a cunt. Oh, can I say no, that you, word? No, you wanted to... Yeah, can I say that I'm word? 100%. I've been watching a lot of British television, so <laughs> it sneaks out a lot in my speech. Um... <laughs> No, but, this is intoxicating. But no, like, like, because, like, I honestly did really think Mark told you, like, I'm, I'm going to tell Shannon, like, like, I really did think. No, you knew. I thought you knew. Not how I, I found feel out. like a monster right now. No, <laughs> but that's the thing. We I, didn't talk. We didn't talk. And the friendship. The, here's the thing about it. The friendship was already damaged because. And, yeah, no, it was at that point, and that's why I didn't talk to you because yeah. I was like, she's already so mad at me. Yeah, this is only going to make things worse, if anything. Right. So I'm because, and I didn't expect to get it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, I'll just lay low, see what fucking happens. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you would start working for them, and then essentially yeah. it just turned into like we lived together for like two months, and I, then yeah, we avoided I, each other living I'm, together. I, I moved out early. So, like, I we were living together, I but, like, avoided anymore. seeing each other and avoided, Do you like... want to know the minute that I knew I had to move out early? Oh, God. What okay. was it? I was in the living room. Oh, God. And you have to understand the setup of the apartment to get this joke. So, I'm talking <laughs> the joke. That's how far... See, that's how good we are now. Yeah, no we're, no, we're so behind I it. cannot emphasize how much a this fabulous was, woman this is, this, by the way, guys. This was like, five years ago, This guys. was past like, times. This woman are, is yeah. astonishingly great, and I love her. <laughs> I love you, too. Oh, my God. Like, losing out on her friendship is one of the greatest regrets of my life. Oh, shit. Don't do this now. It is, though. But, no. So, we're in the... Li- but this is going to make it even funnier, too. Okay. So, we're, I'm in the living room, and I'm on my computer, whatever, and you and Lindsay were in the kitchen. And you were talking. You were about to go, I think, to work or something. You were going right. somewhere. You, you, I don't even know if you remember you did this. You went, and to get into the, the front doorway, you had to pass a hallway that left the living room wide open. You walked to the door with your hand up over your ah! head. And you would see me. And as soon as you did that, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, God. This is just gonna get worse. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> well, again, we were young and we were children. <laughs> We yeah. were children, actually. And, and because we're I was so, 25. We, I was 25. But 25 is a child. Yeah. Ch- they're babies. Yeah. They're, like, if it's you're 25 true. and listen to this, you, you too, in five years, will look back and be like, yeah, I was. Yeah. Like, yeah. and because we're both so similar and we're so headstrong and stubborn, yeah. it's like, it's it, who likes, you know? Like, it, it's just it clashing. Not. It is not. No. So and I think, honestly, the best thing for our friendship we could have done was just leave it quiet. And yeah. Not, and not have that big blowout, I fucking hate you fight. Because I think that would have been, I think that would have finished us. And I think it was better for me to just back off and just accept that this was not a situation I could fix. Yeah. And I needed to just leave it. Because yeah. the damage had been done and I couldn't, 
neither that's, of us could have repaired it at that point. And that's essentially what happened. Yeah, we needed time to, to grow up and learn and become our own people. And then if our friendship was going to come back, it just needed to come back on its own. Yeah. It was one of those situations. Yeah. And um, we both... How long was it? Well, that would have been 2012. So the fight would have happened 2013. When did we make up? We, 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 met, up? we made up in Redden's Kitchen in when they lived on the Bedford Highway. So it was like... I want to say 15. Was it two years? Like, it was easily a two-year fight. Yeah. Easily. It was about two years of not because talking was, at all. Because Frey and I, I think we were, bro- we were broken up. Yeah. So it was. It was two when years. When we made up. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we dated three years overall. And this and we would have been roughly, I think, six months, like half a year-ish. ish. So maybe, maybe a year, two years and a half. Something like Maybe. that. Yeah. Too long. But it was brutal. Um, it was. But that's, I think you have fights like that in your mid-20s. In your, you know? 100%. Yeah. And I mean, like, the, the fight that I had, the other, only other big one that I had with a friend, like, would have been in high school. So, like, yeah. I didn't experience that loss. See, you were my biggest fight ever. Like, I You were my biggest fight ever. Oh, you were my biggest fight! We survived. We survived our friendship fight. The friendship fight. And we are stronger because of it. Yeah, we used to be frenemies. Frenemies? Is that a thing? What does a frenemy mean? Fr- frenemies are like frenemies are like friends that are like your enemies. Oh, okay. Like so we were friends. we were just straight we up. Were, we, we were straight up enemies. Straight up enemies for a little bit there. Yeah, we were. We were. We were. Yeah. Ring the yeah. bell. Ring the yep. bell. So Ring the bell. <laughs> Straight up enemies. But it was super uncomfortable. Like, it was. That time living together and like it was not talking. It just didn't feel. And I remember at the time too, I was, I started hanging out with Jesse a lot. We started doing Oh My Lanta, the That's web series. Right. Did you did the web series. Yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. I actually like that. I watched yeah. it quite often. Did you? I, I did like it. So I mean, at the time, I remember I definitely made a few snide comments like, Jesse's really funny. I don't know why Sarah's there. Yeah. <laughs> she's fucking worst. <laughs> But you weren't, and I think that's why I was also so mean because you're such you're fugly, yeah. you're fun, and you're and you were fabulous. Oh, thanks. And I was just kind of I think a little jealous of that too. I think uh, that's oh my god. Because gosh. I was a little jealous that's of pieces of you. You know, but, like you were this strong woman that you moved to the city from your hometown. You you know you had such a great web of friends around you, which is something I never had. Right. Like there were a lot of elements of you that I was just like, my God, she's got it so together, and she's so bright and amazing, and I'm just so I'm envious of that. Oh my know? God, shut up! I I I seriously think about this all the time I I'm jealous of like almost all of my friends I have only recently really realized how much toxic jealousness I have especially right? towards other women that yeah. I was raised to have right you know? isn't that fucked I have oh my god it's so fucked and it's not Fuck, from yes. a place of hate no oh my none god, of it no. is I'm not saying like that my parents raised me to hate other women no no no, no, no. I am saying that my grandmother probably raised my mother <laughs> but like, like yeah. holy shit yeah like, yeah yeah yes like it's it, I've, I think when you get older, you really realize how much of an impact outside forces have had on you as a kid and yeah. even as an adolescent and a teen and, and a young 20-something. And you think there are all these expectations you need to rise to. Right. And it ruins you. Exactly. Like, like you're and that's so, the thing. Like, and you don't realize it. No, you're too busy trying to live up to these expectations of what you should be that you don't, you, you're never really yourself. I know. And I think that once you're older and you break through that and you really, like, it's only in the last probably year and a half I've really felt like I'm my own real person now. Thank you, me too. Yeah, 100%. This I, past year And for I me, hate yeah. that because it's like, I, I try not to look at it just as time lost because that's such a, a sick way. You'll never get that time back. Why why do that to yourself? But it's right. hard yeah. because there are a bunch of what ifs. Oh my God. But I think all we can do is just look to the future and, and, and take those hard lessons we learned and apply them so that we we don't do them again you know 100 words yeah yes oh, my bummy <laughs> you, you ring the bell for me no totally 100 percent. yeah like now and, if, if i see like like something like that i'm like am 
are my feelings rational or is this just because yeah. of what I'm supposed to, I think I'm supposed to feel? And it's and that nine thought times process. Out of ten, it's not. It's not me. Yeah. And, that, and I'm, I like to think I'm getting better at doing that. My God. Separating that out. 100%. And I just want to say one thing too. Okay. Because we're on the compliment train. You can say anything. When we made it's up. on the compliment train. Yeah. When we made up. <laughs> And I had found out that you and Frey had broken up. Yeah. And how strong you are now. And knowing the issues you had when we lived together. And seeing (laughs) that you're working on it and you're doing good. And you're happy. Shows how much strength you have. And I'm jealous of that. So there you go. Thank you. Like, it's... It was never... (laughs) And that's the sucky thing about the fight. Like... It was such a dumb fight. It was. And I think they all are. And it, you're like you said, it was like time lost. But like, you know, I think we both had to live some life. You know, yeah. you had to live your life with your relationship yep. and how that play out. It did. And then I had to kind of step away and learn to be happy alone. Exactly. And, which I did. Yeah, because until you're comfortable with you. Yeah. Like, and that was the thing about that. Like, that first year of me being single was, like, probably the funnest year of my life, but also, like, the most turbulent. Well, I mean, you were you relearning know? yourself. Yeah, 100%. Especially when you get out of a relationship because you're so used to being a part of another person. And I think we have this unhealthy desire to really become a part of the other person. Yep. And you're so, you want, I mean, at least I did with Frey especially, you want the relationship to go your way so much, and there's so many bright things about it, you blind yourself. Yeah. To all, like, there are so many things now that I can look back and be like, and don't get me wrong, he's a wonderful man, he still is a great person, and I wish him nothing but the best, and our relationship was the most healthy, amazing thing to happen to me in a long time. There were still fucked up things about it. Right. But you don't realize it until you get that space. And then Uh you look back and you're like... Oh my god, I was an idiot. I should have seen that. Or why did he think that way? That was stupid. And I should have called him out on it. But you don't think of it at the time. No, you know? Never. So what? I don't even really know what happened with you. Oh, yeah, you want to hear what happened? Yeah. Okay. So, but here's the thing. Like, this is the gap in our friendship that we kind of picked up where we left off, essentially, when yeah. we made up and yeah. started hanging out again. And, well, here and there. Not that much. But yeah. Lindsay kind well, of brings us together. Lindsay, and, and Lindsay brings I, and us together. I had some outsider personal shit that, that drew, drew me down. And I had to withdraw from social in this city for a very long time to help deal and recover yeah. from that. Yeah. And honestly, for a long time, I didn't know who my friends were anymore. Yeah. Because it turned out most of them weren't. And right. that was not a comfortable sensation because then once you find that out, you don't trust anyone. Yeah. Like, you I just don't. don't. Like, I, my trusts are shot. <laughs> oh, I know. But I'm also getting to a point now where I've come full circle kind of around again and, I, and I'm realizing the relationships that I miss the most and that meant the most to me and I want them back. Ah, uh, yeah. Aw. That's I do. so sweet. Oh, my God. I miss you so yeah. much. I've, I miss you, too, like, man. you're fabulous. I love that I can be loud with someone now. It's so nice to have a loud friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fuck yes. I have someone to, like, <laughs> potentially go out with. And I would totally go Because I think we're both kind of the extrovert, introvert people. Yes, we are. Yes. Where it's like... Yeah, like we thrive we're on the, the people, we're that but... kind of person where like people are like, oh yeah, she's always down to go and have fun. Yeah, but we're not. Yeah, I know. But yeah. nobody gets that. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, it's it's being an extrovert. No, maybe like an introvert extrovert. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm a mix of the two. We just have to I'm balance our energies very carefully. Yeah, to be, to be happy. That's, that's all. And it's and it's really easy for us to burn one away out or the other, and oh then it just spirals down. Hundred yeah. percent. But back to the relationship. Thing. Yeah, you want to hear about how so, that fucked up? <laughs> yeah, I do because I missed most of it. Yeah. Well, basically, I I mean, we moved out. I of this guy, we dated three years basically, and a year only six months of it was really us apart, and then we moved in together basically day one. Right. And I mean, it was it's basically that that standard story you hear I think a lot of relationships in your mid twenties where the woman is like, we're committed, like this is we're together, mm. and then you find out the guy was like, we're not really that committed. Mm. Like you know what I mean. Mm. 
So what were the signs there? The signs there were the first big one that looking back, I'm like, you fucking idiot. Why didn't you get out then? Uh, basically, I in the when he first moved back, we had a conversation one night and I was like, listen, because we, we, he said something about how marriage was stupid. And I was like, OK, we need to have a discussion. You need to come to my bedroom with me. Because so, you, you so drunk. want that. It's it was my life stream goal. Right. Um, and I was like, we need to have a conversation because if you honestly don't believe in marriage, we need to break up right now. Because this is just a waste of time. Right. Because that's what you want. It's, it's yeah, it's what there, I want. And if, and if you are 100% against it, we're not a match. We're just not compatible. It's just not meant to be. Right. And he was like, well, I mean, it's hard for me to say yes or no because I've been so hard no. But I think that if I was ever going to marry anybody, it was gonna, it's going to be you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right. Beware, it's like a, beware yeah. when they say I think, <laughs> ladies, men. Is beware he, when they say I think. That's what you call iffy language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, flash forward mm-hmm. to maybe a year and a half in, uh-uh. his family does a family photo. His mother, who was engaged at the time, very exciting. So they were a lovely couple. I, they're still probably together. I'm totally in love. They're disgusting. But he was in the photo. I was not invited. I didn't find out about that photo till it showed up on my fucking fridge. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck is this and why aren't I in it? And uh-huh. he was like, well, I mean, you know, it was for family. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, is he the family? And he's like, well, he's not family yet. And I was like, yeah, but you don't. And at this point, he was open in that he did not believe in marriage and didn't want to get married mm-hmm, ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was head over heels for this guy. And at yeah. this point, we've been living together for so long. I was like, well, I mean, it is 20, then like 15 or whatever. Right. Maybe I just need to be more modern. You know, like it, we could have like a domestic partnership thing. There's no nothing that says that it has to be like, because I mean, I didn't even want like a wedding wedding. That's not my goal. I just wanted to be a wife and take care of someone and have them love me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm so fucking domestic. It's no, gross. no. <laughs> so... Then I was, he was like, well, you know, and then I, I kind of just put it back in my head, like, well, maybe the rest of his family didn't get it, you know, because you find excuses. You do. Yeah. You find excuses. Oh, 100%. 100%. So then flash forward another year and a half, we have moved to Dartmouth, which if you don't know, because you're not from here, Dartmouth sucks. The dark side. I didn't, I initially told him I was going to move with him. I was going to move back home if he moved to Dartmouth. I was just like, I, because he bought a house out there. It was a rental property. And that's normally where people go. To buy houses because it's a little cheaper. It's than it's the it's city. of if you're going to buy a house in the city, it's the cheapest place to get right. it, and it's a great place for apartmenting a house because yeah. the the demand is there. I I like it made great financial sense for him to do it, and I thought it was brilliant. But then he was like, in order to save money, because see, this is where the financial woes that we did that mm. the psychic talked about in our last oh, podcast. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I I my mental illness got real bad. Mm-hmm. I had to pull out of school. I wasn't working at the time. That's actually part of the reason I left Yelp is because my mental illness got really bad. Right. My depression just sunk me completely yeah. and my anxiety started to flare up and it was crazy. Yeah. And we, he basically paid our rent for like six months and exhausted his savings and didn't tell me. Um, and he was like, we need to move to Dartmouth. I'm broke. And I was like, you wouldn't be broke if you talked to me about this because we would have moved to Dartmouth way sooner. Oh my God. So there was just no communication. There was no, he did not communicate with me at all. His communication skills He was just doing poor. it. And That's then, basically until what it did us in. It was his communication skills. Yeah. <sighs> until it got, and then he was like, listen, like I, I know that you're depressed, obviously, but like, I can't yeah. keep doing this. And I was like, that's, I, and, I, and I respect that. If you are dating someone with mental illness, mm. please realize, don't guilt yourself into thinking you have to stay with them mm-hmm. because they will realize that if it's too much for you, it's fine. Like no one wants to be a burden onto someone else. No. Like, and if I was dating someone, and I, and I respected him immensely for having the conversation with me because I knew it was hard. But if he'd had it with me six months down the line sooner, it could have been, it could have not even been an issue. Totally. So then I felt guilty yeah. and I was like, well, we'll move to Dartmouth right fucking now. Like, are you kidding me? Why didn't you tell me? So then we moved to Dartmouth. And then uh, his sister got into a little bit of trouble, and it looked like we might have to adopt her children. I'm child-free. He was child-free as well. So this was very unexpected. 
and I was exactly he had a vasectomy very young and you were you're just very much oh yeah I I don't want kids I don't want kids I've never wanted kids I always thought my maternal instincts would kick in later and they never did so so see see last podcast yeah see last podcast but I mean very respect for women who have exactly we love pregnant women terrifies me like if you can go through that you are a badass superhero but it's not for me it's not my cup of tea yeah and it's for me and so all of a sudden he's like yeah I'm thinking about adopting my sister's children if I if I need to if it ha- if it comes to that because okay. he didn't want to see them go in the system because right. he had some rough family issues and to him family is very important keyword being his family because it turns out I was never not his part family. of that so finally um, I laid it out on the line for him I was like 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 for instance his grandfather passed away unfortunately around the same time I went to that hospital with him several nights stayed yeah. up late night like I hugged that grandfather his grandfather told me he loved me like it was it was a thing it was very upsetting. I didn't find out about that funeral until the day after it happened. No way. He didn't even tell me. Wow. Because he was like, well, I knew you'd have work. And I was like, are you fucking joking? Uh, communication? I would have taken it off. I would have been there for you. Why, why would you have? Why? Yeah. And then I basically broke up with myself. Right. Because I told him. No, I literally did. I went off on him one night and I was like, listen, I feel like I'm making all the sacrifices. I, I turned my dream of marriage down for you because I love you, that I'm willing to change that for you. I'm now considering adopting children, which I never even thought right. I would ever do for you. I feel like I'm making all the sacrifices and you aren't giving me anything. Anything back. Like, you wouldn't even invite me to your grandfather's funeral. Yeah. Like, because what really got me to the core was when he was talking about the children. And I was like, well, I mean, how I would probably, like, I don't want you to put me in this position where I say I might leave you if you adopt these children. But I might leave you. I don't want children. Yeah. And, and he was like, well, I'm sorry. Family has to come first. No way. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So yeah, I gave him this big spiel and I left and I went to my then best friend's house to cool down a little and he gave me some good advice of like, listen, he's come from a different background of you. Family's very important. Mm-hmm. He could just be looking at it from, don't be so mad at him right away. Right. Just take a moment, go back and talk to him about it and see what you can do. I went back and he was sitting on the couch and he rolled his eyes around and he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you just broke up with me. And I was like, what? No, we didn't. We just had a fight. Oh, this is such a thing with so many couples. It is. I think it's a lot of things because the communication's not there. Because the girl, the woman, or the... I shouldn't say that. It's 2017. One partner partner expects something. The other partner thinks it's something different. And because there's no communication... They don't match. Yeah, so he basically thought I broke up with him. So then I was like, no, of course not. Are you kidding me? We've We've gone through so much together. Why would... And he didn't look relieved. And I was like, I'm telling you I didn't break up with you. Why don't you look relieved? And he was like, because I... You made a lot of good points. Oh God! Yeah. So That's then, brutal. I, I mean, we—I was almost on the mortgage for that house. We had a hedgehog together. Like yeah. I was like I, and then the next thing I know, I'm sitting on the front stoop, and, I, and my mom to this day is like, "I'll never forget it." You called me, and you were like, "Mom, I need you to come get me." We broke up, and he already knew because he and my brother, I think, are still kind of friendish. And he, so he let Finley know, like, "Listen, we broke up." Like I, I think she went to her friend's house like I'm not sure but I want you to let him know what happened because right. obviously he knew my mental state sometimes wasn't great so he wanted me to have a great guy sweet guy yeah dumb when it comes to communication but still a great guy yeah and so I was like um yeah I'm out on the stoop if you could come get me and then I paused and my mother will never forget it she's like well I guess it's his stoop now <laughs> oh no his yeah. stoop and then I had to I I couldn't get my stuff up like Finley and he moved my stuff back because I couldn't see him I haven't seen him since the day like I just couldn't and he was like I hope we can be friends and I was like you just broke my fucking heart like give me some space but I think I think given time we could probably be the kind of person that sees that are friendly you know to each other and could be friends if, if, if we came into that mm-hmm. com- kind of thing 
But yeah, it was a it was an unfortunate. It's brutal, it was man. Pretty brutal. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. So how long have you been single now? I well since then. Yeah, I haven't dated anybody. Else. Well, okay. Well, because then the the best friend situation. Oh happened, yeah. Podcast for another time. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> so yeah. So no, I, I have I've been single since then because right. I I mean I got burned real bad. I got burned real bad. And then That's... I got burned again in a different way, like I mean, literally the day after. So I, I was, I, I can't. Like, I'm so busted. When it's so big like that, like my heart so basically broke into so many pieces that mm. I was just like, sweep it in a drawer, shut the drawer. Yeah. I'm not gluing that back together. There's no point. Right? Yeah. It's the fucking worst. But especially when you, especially when you live together. It was rough. That it's one thing to go through a bad breakup with a serious boyfriend, whatever. But like when you're sh- it, when you share a home, it's awful, isn't it? It's the because like the energy. And I mean, yeah, I've always said like staying, if you're the one to leave, oh. it's a bit better. The person staying back with all those memories. Like I don't if, think if they were the dumped ones. He I, I and think, they stay in the. I think pretty quickly he re-enrolled in the military and left. Yeah, yeah. Because and I don't sticking around that energy no. is no. Fucking shit. I can't imagine what it must have been. Like, that's why I moved to English with you girls, because I didn't want to live in my my apartment with my, like, that I have with my ex. Like, I was just like, I want to get the fuck out and start fresh. I don't blame you. I mean, the memories are too potent. I mean, I I, I can't imagine. Fuck. That's brutal, man. I did not know. I did not know what happened with you guys. That's the story of how that ended. (laughs) (laughs) But... We're gonna change gears and Ooh. we're gonna change gears real real hard we're gonna take a hard word a hard turn because i when i start this podcast yes i had i i want to have a lot of my friends on and no matter what we'll find something to talk about it's all good but with when i was thinking of the podcast i was like i want shannon on the podcast <laughs> Because you got, I'm honored. You got shit to talk about, I'm man. I do. Um, I have so so much shit has happened to me. It's not even funny. I know. You've <laughs> a lot. Something bad. It's happened to me. <laughs> Literally, listener, name it. It's happened. It's so true. <laughs> Other than my parents divorcing, I've never had my parents oh, divorce. Yeah, that's right. Man. I've never had a childhood friend die. Those are my two dots <laughs> on the bingo card that will never get daubed. That's it. Other than that, though, it's all happening. <laughs> oh my god. So. Safe to say you'll be back on. Oh, I hope but, so. I would but like to. what I wanted to cover, we're going to go from friendship breakups and real breakups to cam girling. We told you it was a so, hard swerve. So here's the, here's, the, here's the thing with this. Yes. Number one. Yes. I've watched many documentaries about it. I haven't. Um, like a lot of the Netflix hot girls wanted. The, I think the reason I haven't is because they, I think there's two sides to cam girls. There's unfortunately like all sex work, there's an exploited side. Mm-hmm. Where women are not in a safe environment, and that's that's the worst. But then there is also the side, and I think camming especially is one where you are in more control. Yeah, with you have control. Because, yeah, you have so much control. And stuff. I have focused more on that side because it was something that I kind of was interested in doing and did. So obviously, if it's something you're interested in doing and did, you're not going to look at the exploited stuff right away. Exactly. So. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I've never talked to someone who's done it. Yeah. I've only read up about it, mm-hmm. like seen it. Yeah, I've. <laughs> I don't know why I should put this in. Thought about doing it. You'd be so good. Who that. hasn't had that moment of like, mm, I could make a, some mad cash if I could just flash my boobs like it, on. You know what I mean? Is, like, no? I've been in those broke times of like, yeah. you know, mm, I'm really broke and I could use some extra money. Yeah. And then you hear about these cam girls who do it and they have like a huge fan base and they make so much money. Yeah. And I'm just absolutely fascinated with it i think it's amazing and i have so many questions yeah, for you so how did this how did, how did you get into it 
I actually started doing it. Well, the first time I did it, I, and I, I will, I must like give a huge caveat here. I don't, I have nothing against ladies that do it naked. I have done most of mine not naked. And, and this is, is what's interesting about Yes, this is what's interesting because a lot yeah. of people don't even think non-naked cam girls are a mm-hmm. thing. They are. They, they totally, totally are. are. Because camming is about a service. Mm-hmm. You are providing something that this other person either can't get themselves due to like whatever reasons personally or they're too fucking busy which honestly I think is 80% of cam customers it's Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. they don't have the time to date they don't have the time to like meet up with someone they have a schedule they're usually like like very like business oriented people thank you yes yes and And always think about that in a weird way yes they're entrepreneurs it's very entrepreneur it's exactly it it's literally it sounds weird to say it that way but it's it's probably one of the most entrepreneurial things you can do because it's it's a Hustle. Yeah. Like, it's a friggin' hustle. You're marketing yeah, yourself. Exactly. You're marketing yourself and your vibe yes. and your thing that you have going you for you. You need to have a certain kind of personality. And more importantly, you need to be able to sustain it. Yeah. Like, because the burnout is real. Like, yeah. Like, and for me... I stopped doing it because, A, we live in a country where it's difficult to get payment from a lot of these places Mm -hmm. because they're either overseas or they're in the States and it's just not that simple with our banking and whatnot. And there are workarounds, but I never really stuck with one site long enough because then something would come up and I'd have to focus on that otherwise. Right. But if if I'd stuck to it, I probably would have found the ways. So they are out there, Canadian cam girls. Don't don't believe me when I say there's not. Just because I couldn't figure it out easily. It doesn't mean if you put the time and effort, you can't. And I could find it too. I probably could. I just don't. Right. And that could be too because... You're looking for something specific. Exactly. You're looking for non-nudity. Oh, it's probably easier if you yeah. are doing it. And I did do try the nude stuff, but I, I when I tried it, I lived at home. You can't really get into <laughs> sexy cam girl mode when your bedroom is a wall away from your parents. Don't worry, mom. I'm just taking some selfies. Right? I'm like, talking to myself. It's If I lived alone, fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes. Ah! I would be in my living room, buck ass naked with the best lighting. It's lighting. Ring lighting, lights. Ring lights. Lighting is the lights. hardest part. Because mm-hmm. you need to look good. And if you can't just set that up normally, like in your bedroom space, you, you can't. You know? That's the thing. You need a dedicated space for That's it. That's the thing. If I were ever to do it, I would be like, okay, I need to get a good high definition camera and I need a ring light, motherfucker. Because those ring lights cancel out oh, all your I want a ring light so bad. They're so amazing. I want one for my YouTube show. You should, you should. Aren't they only like, they're not that they pricey. They can't be that pricey, right? Yeah, I think they're like pretty reasonable. But, I mean, Slap it on my things I need list. Yeah, right? It's like a mile long. Being on the internet and producing content is not cheap in oh, any way. Oh my god, it's not. It's an expensive startup. It's really not. Yeah. 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 But no, I've tried several different sites. I've done cam ones only. I've done text-based ones only. I've done all of them. So And so what's going Okay, so I, my <laughs> first question is. Yeah. So when you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. Did you, so you, what, how do you even begin? Like, that's the thing, you make oh, okay. a profile. Yeah. Well, the, you come up with a name. Yeah, you come up with a name. Um, that's step number one. Yeah, yeah. Mine was from an obscure babysitter sculpt character. Nice. Fun fact. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I know, right? And um, uh, then what I did was I, most of them, you need to be verified first. You need to do your pictures. You need, like, a profile pic. You need to send a picture of your license most often. Because they need to cover their own ass. They need to know you're of age. They need to know that oh. you're not just, they, Yeah, they need to you know that. You like, stuff. a picture of your license? Yeah, like of, your, of your license. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Driver's license front and back for most of them, I think. Mm. If you don't have a driver's license, you can use a passport as well, I believe. Okay. But it's all just so they know you are the age you say you are. And you are the person that exactly. you say you are. Exactly. And you're not just some person stealing a face, stealing right. a name. Because, obviously, they need to cover their butts. Like, oh, my whoa, God. I can't time. imagine. 
imagine the legalities of running a campsite. Shit, yeah. Yeah, so that's the first thing you do, and then you wait for verification, which can take anywhere from, I'd say, like, 24 to 48 hours, depending on the site. The busier sites do it quickly. The turnover is pretty good. And then you have um, your page. I mean, and depending on how you do it, uh, if you have one that has a video component, then you're in a chat room with, like, the text boxes. And, right. And the ones I always did was people could enter your chat and they could pay to chat with you. But if they wanted to chat with just you and them, that was the extra. Chat. Right. Isn't it called, like, a private chat? Yes. Yes. A private yeah. chat. Yeah. That, that's where the big That's where the money really can come yes. from. Yes. And most of the sites I've been on, you set your own amount of money. And then they, of course, take a percentage, which, depending on the site, ranges from reasonable to, holy fuck, why? And then... <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. There, yeah. There's definitely a couple sites I was on that, even though they were lucrative for me, the amount of money I was losing, it just didn't make sense. Really? Oh, yeah. It didn't. Like, not at all. Man. Yeah. Um, and so... When and obviously like you're chatting, but you're also on the cam. Like yes. You, so do you talk when you're when you're doing the texting? Mm-hmm. You talk. You still talk verbally to them, right? See, that's such a fine balance. Like it's mm-hmm. tricky, and I I have so much respect for girls that can nail it because like it is like you are typing, but you're also like giggling and kind of like yeah yeah oh, yeah. Nice of you to say. Like it up. that's okay. Like, thank you. Know? you. Thank like, you so much for saying that. Yeah. Because. I I've looked at cam sites and just I, out of curiosity, and most of the time they're just kind of responding to people, yeah. laughing, like saying little I think, comments. I think that how the cycle of a cam girl's success goes is that in the beginning you're really upfront, you're really bubbly, you're really chatty because you want to get your regulars. Because yeah. the regulars are the ones that are going to sustain Come back. You. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can obviously apply to have everyone like you. And there's mm-hmm. going to be people that pop in from time to time. But right. You want you want the whales. Yeah. You want to grab a couple whales because then you're set. Right. And you can slack, essentially. You know? Yeah. But you got to put in that work to get them. So yeah. it's definitely not an easy peasy like, oh, she just takes off her top and guys send money. No, it is not. You it's gotta hard. Build it. You have to, like, sell you yourself. Have to, you have to have, like, hours that are reliable that you're able to do it. Because some people have, again, it's a time constraint thing, right? How often do you think you'd have to do it on a weekly basis to build a good fan base? Fan base? Is that the right word? I think fan base is the right word. I think if you were looking at it, like, at least three days a week. Right. Easily. And, like, usually the chat sessions are, like, an hour? I would say. And, I mean, if you you get a good person, you might only need to do an hour to two hours during those three times. Right. But in the beginning, I mean, and it's feast or famine. I mean, a lot of times you'll read about girls that are like, yeah, this one night I made like $5,000. And right. then I, for the rest of the month, though, I made shit. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll make 300 every session. So it, it averages out the same. Right. But you just, it's hard to keep from getting discouraged some days because you feel like, oh, no one likes me. Like, I'm just not put that, because we take it personally. Right. But that's not what it's about. Sometimes no. people just can't make it. Or, you know, sometimes someone's broke, you know, because we all are broke. Oh, hell so yeah. So fucking broke. Dude. That's why we're doing it. That's, but that's the thing. And that's the thing I, I think a lot of people don't get about camming. Mm-hmm. They're like, who pays for that? A that's the thought a lot of people have. More people than they would realize. More people I think than it's you very close minded to write this off as just something for losers and pervs. I think it's more because I've met some very lovely, like, just businessmen, you know? They're yeah. gorgeous. You know, it's not a looks thing. It's not a personality thing. It's a time thing. Like, if you're a busy business person and you're flying everywhere around the world mm-hmm. and you want to get your rocks off and you got 30 minutes, just go on a site, pick a girl you think is hot and tell her something hot to do and, you, you know, do your business mm-hmm. and you're done. I don't see anything wrong with that. No, I don't either. No, I think that sex work is completely valid in all of its many forms. And I think we'd be a better society if we just woke the fuck up and realized that. 
Got it? Yeah, yep. there you go. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. understand the stigma or the shame. I don't either. I don't. I think it's ridiculous. If you're doing it, you're happy doing it, and you're comfortable doing it, and you that's, have, you have yes. control over what you're doing, and yeah. that's what I respect about cam girls. You have full control. You do, because the... And over your content. You have the total power. I mean, and it's, it's easy to get psyched out, because I do get psyched out, especially when a guy would want to do like cam to cam and I'd have to see them. Oh, that interesting. Would, that would freak me out a lot. That's a thing? Oh yeah, that's a huge thing. It's kind of like FaceTiming in a yeah, way. Yeah, kind of. But, but that would always freak me out. Oh, I can like, imagine. Like one guy was willing to pay me a stupid amount of money to just watch him take a shower and like talk about how hot he was. And on paper, that sounds fucking easy. <laughs> but in practice? Not so much. I think well, it would my be... anxiety couldn't handle it and I couldn't do it. So, you know, that's also another reason I stepped out of camming. Because at the time, again, my stupid mental illness brain yeah. sometimes doesn't allow you to do that so easily. You know? Right. So it's 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 a process of kind of for feeling out what you're comfortable with as well. Because you might think yeah, you're totally yeah. comfortable with certain things. And that is me to yes, a teeth. But then, in my mind, yeah. I'm comfortable with so much shit. I know me too. You put it in front of me and I'll be like you freeze. Uh, you freeze. Uh, <laughs> and that's what happens to me too. You freeze and then it's just so easy to just mm-hmm. block them and quit and forget it ever happened. But then right. you'll grow, you know? So it's 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 a challenge, oh you know? So cool. So do you think, if you're someone who's wanting to do this, do you think you have to have like a, like a thing, like a, what's the word? Like a shtick? Yeah, that's the right word. I was thinking for shtick. I think a shtick definitely helps. I mean, that's actually one of the first articles I read about a cam girl was a girl who had a crazy shtick. She, like, she was this amazing, funny woman, and she, like, she's like, I just, one time, there was a puppet in the corner, and someone was like, hey, you should make out with that puppet, and I did, and now that's what I do. (laughs) I pretend to have sex with this puppet in clown makeup, and I get a lot of money for it, and I just, it's what I do now. That's that's how I make my living. That's how I pay my bills. Exactly. And I, I think, though, that you can't go in thinking you know your shtick. I think your shtick is something that you develop over time because it's finding out what you're comfortable with. I mean, you could go in and be like, I'm going to pretend to be a schoolgirl every night, but you're going to either get bored maybe, or you'll find maybe your personality doesn't suit that, or maybe enough people are going to find it, find you and just be like, hey, you have really cute, I don't know, feet. And you yeah. might not have never ever thought yeah. about that. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, six months have gone by and you're making $9,000 as a foot model. Like, I don't know. Right. You My know? God. I think the worst thing you can do is go in with an expectation already. So true. Yeah. You just, you, and I think too, the thing is, is like, you really, really gotta have fucking confidence, man. You do. It's exhausting. Like, because you're seeing yourself on camera. That's constant for me. Like, I would sometimes angle my, like, I'd open up one of the window and hide the part that was me. Oh, God. Because it was too distracting. Because I'd just be like, I look like a belly rolls are showing. Or like, yeah. Like, I'm ugly. Whatever, you know? Yeah. They don't care. All they see is a pretty face in your tits. Like, they don't care. But we are expected, we as women, I think, have this pressure put on us that they expect a certain something. Right. And we don't provide that something. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Because we're amazing. And just us being there is enough. Or why would they have clicked on your window? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a catch-22. Like, it's very empowering. But at the same time, it's very difficult to... Maintain yeah, that. because I mean, if someone pops up in the chat and they're like, "You should do this," and yeah. they're like, "Oh fuck no," it's almost like this thing of like, "Well, I can't really show how off put I am by yes. it because you don't want to lose that." No, you automatically want to be like, "Of course, yes," and then in the back of your mind, you're like, "Fuck, I do not want to do this." What did no I agree to? This. And then it snowballs, and the next thing you know, you're blocking them and closing the window. Like you know, you're so. Running. What was the craziest thing you've ever been? 
Or, like, requested to do what you didn't do. Or I had a guy that was, like, willing to give me, like, five grand a month to just have, like, an hour and a half session videos with him probably twice a week. And I would, like, have to fuck things like cucumbers. Like, he was into, like, big insertions. Really? Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. I could try that. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Did you try but it? Then, no. Well, I was, I was going to. Yeah. But then he started talking to me, and he had this really, like, creepy accent. And it threw me because that wasn't what I was expecting. And I ran. I bolted. I got scared. But to be fair, if you do, or if you are trying this and you do bolt and get scared, please be aware that a lot of these men expect that will happen the first time they meet you. A lot of these men are very, I'm not going to say all because obviously most men are gross, but not <laughs> all men are gross. Yeah. But a lot of them are going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I've had a lot of people where I, I bolted and panicked, but then as I grew up a little bit and realized, no, it's okay to do that, but you have to own it, you know, like. 100%. So then I would, I would go back to some of these guys because they're nice guys. They're yeah. not looking for anything horrible. Like, they're, and you know, so I would be like, listen, I know I talked to you the other night and I said I would do this, but I got really scared yep. and I have anxiety and I'm sorry. Nine times out of ten, they would totally understand. And they'd be like, thank yeah. you for getting back to me because that's what I thought happened. And, you and it's just good confirmed. for you. And it's good for me to know that because I thought I did something. Right. You know, like that's a person too on the other end of the phone, on the, on the phone or the screen or whatever it is. It's a human being just like you are. You know? 100%. Yeah. And that, like, that reminds me of one of the things I watched about camgirling, which mm-hmm. is the Hot Girls Wanted series on Netflix. So there's a. It's Rashida Jones, doc- isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I've heard good things so about So there was the Hot Girls Wanted, and then they now have, like, Hot Girls Wanted. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. There's it. another one. There's another one out now. I can't forget the. I forget the name, but it's, like, a series. Okay. Like, a couple different episodes about different things. Cool. There's one about camgirling, and the girl in the, in the, in the episode developed a very close relationship with one of her people Ooh, to a point where like that he, happens sometimes he would be mailing her presents mailing her stuff like all the time they chatted they would do certain sexual things but like they had a friendship to a point where that can be she dangerous. visited him in australia like he flew oh, wow. her he paid to have her fly out to see him that's another level yeah and she had a legitimate I think it was a husband or a boyfriend. And the husband was supportive of her doing it. Nice. And when she went, she was talking about how, like, you know, you have this relationship. But then she gets there and she realizes that, like, she can't be the fantasy, like, 24 hours a day. Like, you got to have that separation at some point of being, like, off camera. Yeah. And he was probably expecting what he's seen of her on cam Yes. The whole time. And it was kind of this heartbreaking thing of like, he's essentially falling in love with her. But it's not her. But it's not 100% her because that's just what she does yeah. for, she turns it on and off. You know yeah. what I mean? One like, of the number one advice a lot of cam girl websites will give is please be aware it's a fantasy. Yeah. At all times it's a fantasy. Even yeah. if you think it's not a fantasy for 10 seconds, it's still a fantasy. Totally. Like, you're playing so roles. Crazy. You're playing You're playing yeah. with someone's fantasy. You have to remember that. that yeah. At no point are you actually, like, really forming a friend bond. Right. Because it's all part of the act. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But you need to be aware of that. Totally. And you have to have control over that. Yes. And probably be choosy with who you, you know, get oh. into those relationships with. 100%. Like, if, if someone comes off too hot, like, it's easy to just be like, oh, this just means more money. But don't. Because sometimes that can lead you to dangerous places. My God. Yeah. So, and be honest here. Yeah. I've gone on, I told you before we start this, I went on and I watched certain cams. Yeah. A lot of these girls are just talking, yeah. flashing a boob every now and then, and smacking an ass every now and yeah. then. And they're laughing, they're just talking, and you're just seeing bids and bids and money yeah. popping up. 
what does it take to get to that point where that's all you do? Because to make money, like, I mean, it's one thing to go on and chat, but like to really make it a lucrative thing, do you think it's possible to do that and avoid the on-camera masturbation, the kind of more sexual thing? I think Because to me, flashing, I don't really... Yeah. That, to me, is not that bad. There are definitely, I think, levels yeah. to how cam girls operate. I think too many people think it's just a strip down, fuck yourself with a dildo in front of a camera. It's not. It doesn't have yeah. to be that. I'm not saying that have... isn't. There are levels. Right. I mean, I mean, there are non-nude girls. I was a non-nude girl for a while. I made very good money just talking to men. Right. In fully clothed, no makeup, like just chalking about roller coasters or whatever. So it wasn't even that sexual. Yeah, it's not, not. No, a lot of times it's not. I think that's what people miss. A lot of times it's not about sexualness. It's about a connection. Mm. You know? Like I had regulars that were just like, you're so, it's so nice and refreshing to talk to someone that isn't just like here to swindle me. Because no. ah, a lot of girls also go out thinking these guys are easy marks, that they're just dollar bills that they can pluck off a tree. They're not. They're people. Yeah. You know? And I mean, you need to be so aware true. of that too. So I think there's a level. Like, there are some girls that will just be like, that are teasers. You know? Like yeah. you say, like, they're just there to Flash kind of titillate. You like, yeah. Like, pull up your skirt every now and then. I think then. it's like the old-fashioned fan dance, you know? Yeah. Like, some guys want a little bit of mystery, and other guys want the whole full Monty. True. And other guys want none of it, you know? it's it's mm-hmm. There's definitely a market for all of them. Mm-hmm. You just have to find which one you suit. And then you have to stick with it and just believe in yourself and put yourself out there. Right. Because it takes a while. It will take a while to build up like a clientele and to build up. I can't imagine. It's a hard fucking job. It's a harder job than I think most people would ever realize. And you probably have to have some really, I mean, maybe not in your experience, but like some cute fucking bras and panties. That's another reason I didn't become (laughs) non-fully naked. I don't have the wardrobe. (laughs) You need makeup. You need accessories. You need staging. Good lighting. There's so many pieces to this that people do not realize. You need to be in a good sound area for a lot of stuff, you know? Like, right. Yeah, like, like there's a lot to it. There's a lot more pieces, I think, than people realize. And do you think, too, another thing is, is like, do you, like, there's sites that, like, you can block certain IPs. So if oh, you yeah. wanted to cam girl. Oh, there's almost And not every, have your family find almost it. Almost every single site I have gone on has, um, like, global blockage. So, mm-hmm. like, for instance, when I was on one site, I could block out whole provinces. I could block out whole countries. So, like, if I didn't want anyone in Canada seeing me, no one in Canada would be able to see me. I mean, unless they're freaking around with their IP, but whatever. Right. If you've got that kind of dedication to see my boobs. You deserve them. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I could, I would make it so that nobody from Nova Scotia would be able to stumble onto me. Interesting. I mean, not that I would care, but, I mean, there are certain some circumstances you just, you don't want, you, you don't want to cross that line. You know, you never know. Right. Like, you know, I got a brother. He watches I would block all of Canada. <laughs> I would just block all of Canada. That's, and that's what Entirely. I did for one of them, you know? Yeah. Like, it just has to, again, it's about making yourself comfortable. And if that makes you comfortable, I love that these websites have the tools to allow you to do that. 100%. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a lot of great websites with a lot of really great, like, tools that are set up. And there's a lot of bad ones, too. So do your research. Yeah. There, the Cam Girl community online is huge and vast and friendly. There are websites devoted just to Cam Girls for Cam Girls. Like Cam Girls talking about yes, Cam Girls. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. huge message boards. There are websites that review sites in terms of what they're like to work for as opposed to just what you can see. Right. Like, it's, oh, no, there's a vast network of support out there. Like, honestly, Cam Girls are very supportive, very it's loving people so for the most part. so fascinating to me. Yeah, and a lot of girls do, like, affiliates with each other. Like, oh, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's just a job. It's a job. It, and you know? It's, like you said, hustle. It's all hustle. I mean, goddamn, like, even just having this podcast, you know, right? scheduling your t- and working full time in addition, it's like the time management. I can't imagine what it would be like for camming because 
you got to go. Your fan base is probably expecting you. Yeah. They are. They're expecting you to be fresh-faced and energetic. Yeah. And, I mean, that's part of the service, so of course they do. But if you're coming home from whatever, like, long-ass eight-hour shift you just pulled in your regular job, like, because yeah. t- you got to climb the ranks to get to be that kind of girl that lives in a beautiful all-white apartment. Oh, my and, God. They're always all-white. You know, they're always all-white. I know. Sex toys that you uh, can hook up to the chat. Yeah, I've so heard the about guys these. can pay to like make your vibrator vibrate. I've, That's amazing. See, I, who came up with that tech? Kudos to you. And I'll be completely honest. Go. I think if I ever did it, it would take me probably at least a solid two weeks to just get comfortable with myself on camera. But you know what? There are a lot of people that would enjoy those two weeks because they'd be getting to see you as a person. That's Because that's what they want to see, a person. That's so true. If they wanted to just see a picture of a girl or a video of a girl, you can Google that. Yeah. Camming is about more than just that. It's about the connection and they want to pick out this one person that they're like, I'm attracted to you. And then they see you talk, they see you move, they see what you're, you know, because, and you'll mention your interests. You'll mm. mention something about, like, oh, my dog is barking. Like, you get mm. to know each other. Yeah. Just like you do through a podcast or a YouTube show. It just happens naturally and organically. So Like, cool. I've said, I said it to you before the podcast, but it's very much like like Twitch players. That yeah, video games on Twitch. Twitch is huge right now. Twitch is massive. Twitch and cam girling are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. You're using the same techniques. Yeah. You are being welcoming. You're being involving. You're making sure people are having a good time. You're still making sure you're doing the games and whatnot you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not things you're interested in, no one's going to get any enjoyment out of it. Because you can't yeah. fake pleasure out of something you don't like. Totally. You know? My God. Yeah. But that's another thing, too. Like, you gamer girls, yeah. you guys got it fucking made in terms of, <laughs> well, two things. Dick. And money. <laughs> because you could make money off of just playing video games on camera. That's what I'm and, hoping. But also, <laughs> but also dick because you get, like, a nerdy... If you're hot, great. Yeah. If you're hot and nerdy, you win. In you, my mind, see, like, you do you win. You do, but also you come up against a lot of obstacle that non-nerdy girls don't, which is you gotta prove your nerd cred to a certain amount of douchebag men that automatically see you as a threat. Oh, okay. It's, it's real. It is real. Yeah. Gamergate is real. I can tell you right now. I, I could imagine. I've had people, I, I'm not, I, but, I had a Twitter rant about this the other day. I was yeah. like, like, I've played video games for over 25 years of my life. Mm. Like, I have been playing since yeah. I was five. Yeah. But people see that I have boobs, and that fact negates the first. God. Like, people will be like, well, I better play more games than you. Who cares? Yeah. Like, why can't we just say that we both enjoy the same hobbies? Like, I don't like to tell people that I play video games because I feel like there's a stigma attached to that. Like, you know, interesting. Like, like people will fight you on your own. That's hobby. so interesting because to me, I'm just like, I wish I was nerdy. Yeah. Oh, no. People would think it's I'm dangerous. Cooler. I've grown up in a lot of nerdy, of nerdy, like, I love comics. I love cartoons. I love video games. I love yeah. everything. But there is definitely a danger to that life. And I mean, it's why I'm not in any industry. It's because they're very not. They're not welcoming to women. I mean, it's getting a lot better. It's getting a lot better. And I think it's only going to get a lot better from here. Yeah. But 10 years ago, fuck no. Jesus, fuck yeah. no. As a woman, if I wanted to get into any of these things, I'd have been laughed out the door. Like, Crazy. it's cruel, but it's true. Like, they see you as a liar or a scammer or just, just a threat. And it's weird. And I don't get it. That's disgusting. Like, like men talk, like some men, again, not all men, yeah. will be like, yeah, I really want a gamer girlfriend. But the minute they meet a girl who meets who plays, says they play video games, it's a challenge. Mm. Like, it's like that's, that old joke about liking sports. Like, I wish I met a girl that liked baseball. I like baseball. Oh, yeah, well, what was the blood like? 
what's the yeah. blood type of the coach that was with like, Chicago, whatever? Like, you know, like they have to challenge you. Yeah. And I don't understand that toxic, that toxic. Like, why can't we just like the process? same things and bond over it? Exactly. Why can't we just do that? Anytime someone tells me that like video games, I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. Me too. What do you play? Like, that's my first question. Exactly. It's not, it's not, oh, well, do you like this kind? Because if you don't, fuck you. Did you beat this game? Yeah, da, exactly. Da, da, da. Exactly. It's ridiculous. That's insane. It's weird. My God. I know. Jesus Christ. Struggle's real. <laughs> but in terms of the cam girling thing, like, have, so you did it. How long did you do it for? I did it on and off. Every time I went back, because I, I go back and forth between it, because, like, obviously it is something that you need the time to put into. Right. And the space to do it in. Yeah. So I probably would do it on and off for, like, a month to two when yeah. I would try to do it. And then something would come up and I'd stop. Like, right, right now, I live at home. Like, are you kidding me? I couldn't even if I wanted to. But right now, I have um, a YouTube show, and that eats up so much of my fucking time. Yeah. Oh, does it ever? It's three hours a day, every Jesus day. Jesus Because Christ. I put up a video every day on the weekdays. That's so, amazing. I know. It's, Do you want to plug your shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get uh, your plug in, girl. I don't know how to plug it, though. Like, What's the channel called? Uh, we can find me. It's YouTube. I'm, I can find me just by typing in The Duchess. The Duchess? Yeah, The Duchess. You can find me there. Okay. I do Let's Plays of visual novels, uh, including horror games that I swear to God I didn't know were horror games. So there's a lot of me screaming, and people like that. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I, li- I like games where you can theorize about what's going on, and it's, it's just a fun time. And I, I have some really great viewers right now that comment to me, and it's great. It's, it's awesome. Because I think, be it doing YouTube, be it doing podcasting, which I've also done, be it doing uh, cam girls, I just like that that feeling of building a community. Oh, my God, 100%. You know, of, of finding people that maybe, because, I mean, I've been through some shit, Mm-hmm. And there were so many times where I would just go home and I'd be like, I want to die right now. Like, I need to distract myself. Mm-hmm. And I'll throw on, like, a Game Grumps episode. Or I'll throw on, like, some clips of RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, or I'll do another, or, or Jenna Marbles. You know, yeah. like, like someone that, that, that provides that good content that just distracts you and makes you feel better and makes you feel, like, a part of something. A hundred percent. Like, and that's what, that's what everything I do, I try to make it be a safe space for whoever needs a moment to just turn their brain off and just giggle and about that's what stupid. it's about that's what it's about that's to me. what both of these mediums are about yep and i've been i feel like i've taken so much of that that i wanted to start really giving back and that's why i decided to finally focus on this youtube show so oh that my I could, god I good for you thank you I, as someone yeah. who did a very short-lived youtube channel Which was a shame because it was adorable where's the parrot is the parrot still around <laughs> jesse still has the oh, parrot i love it jesse still has the parrot but <laughs> it was a lot of work it we, is like we actually couldn't we couldn't both of us couldn't keep up with it and it got to a point where I was like well if we're not gonna yeah, yeah. be able to schedule this regularly because yeah. of life yeah we we just we stopped doing it and exactly. so I admire YouTubers so much oh me too because me too. you know podcasting is one thing I can look like shit and do a podcast but like filming a video Sucks. Being on, like, oh, I gotta go just, home. It takes a lot of work. It does. I mean, I, I go home and I, I shower from my my job, which is making pizza all day. So I get all gross and greasy. And you I smell I, like a lot of pizza. I do. <laughs> so I I come home and I shower and I I get redressed and I put on a full face of makeup and I go record for like an hour and then I immediately edit for an hour and a half to two hours and, then, and then I put it up. And that's but every day. That's every day, every weekday. So right that's now. insane. You're yeah. coming with that much every day since content. March fifth. I think roughly. Good job. Yeah. yeah. No, May fifth. May fifth. Holy fuck. May. No, March. It is. No, wait. Well, March. What month is it? T- t- no, it was March because I did. <laughs> I did two episodes of my birthday, which was. April. Okay. So yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Oh my god. I love it. Well, I'm so happy that you found that Thank because you, I think too. that that's. I think a lot of YouTubers or people who do stuff like this get into it because they lack yeah. that connection with other people and they crave yeah. it and they want to build it. Yeah. It's, one, it's super hard to build an audience. 
it's even harder to engage an audience. It is. To get comments. It is. To get, you know, reviews. Like, it it, it's freaking hard. It's really hard. And I think, I think that once you start producing material, you realize, like, ever since I started doing a YouTube show, I now like every YouTube video I really like. Right? I, I take that time because I realize how I know. hard it is. It's, yep. like, it's like how you don't really tip until you know someone that was a waiter yep. or you were a waiter. Yep. You yeah. appreciate it from that level so much more because it takes two seconds to do. Two seconds. But it means the goddamn world to the other person on that screen. Oh my God. And this is, you're getting this stuff for free. Yeah. You, I mean, some, you can, I mean, I have a Patreon and one day I hope to put it up, but I don't feel like I, yes. I deserve it yet. And until I do, You'll get there. I will. I 100% yeah, will, will, but it's not yet. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's so important to, to actually like pay, because I mean, it's, it's paying dues to these people. I'm supporting so much. like three different podcasts right now. Good for you. Good because for you. I'm like, one day I'm going to want that. Yep. And um, with podcasts, it's reviews. Um, oh, if yes. you leave a iTunes review, the more reviews you have on there, it's going to get you on charts and shit. And Is that how it works? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people see, don't realize that. People don't realize that. And that's unfortunate yeah. because I think if they did, a lot more people would be like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. I'll do it. Of course, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just it. And um, that said, everyone should review this <laughs> intoxicated podcast. Can I review it even though I've been on it? Is that <laughs> yeah, like a conflict of interest? Okay, oh good. I will. I'll review it. <laughs> episode except the one be, with my brother because he told me not to listen to oh that. yeah that's right yeah he was like okay so here here i don't know if you listen to it but i'm gonna be on sarah's podcast you cannot listen to my episode you can't ever. fun fact about that episode i was terrified to post it because it was the first time i was really posting anything really overly revealing about myself because me and him got into it that night talking about some sexy shit and i was nervous as shit to post it and eventually i said fuck it no one's really commenting anyway. Yeah. Maybe this will <laughs> drum up some comments. See, that's the thing. And I was I mean, just like, fuck it, whatever. It's hard Cares. to put yourself out there. It's in really a, it, especially it's in a creative, personal way like this is. Yeah. But eventually, like, as long as you keep doing it and you believe in yourself, and you should because it's worth doing. Right. It comes back to you tenfold. A hundred percent. Like, it really does. I'm having so much fun finding things out about my friends that I never knew. Right? And it's like, you know, these are just normal people, but I... I my friends are just amazing awesome people. I'm like I'm like I want everyone to know about them. Yes. And that's why I started this. Brilliant. And ah oh, man, we're going to wrap it up but Shannon serious, seriously like <laughs> thank you so much. Shannon did two in a row. We did the Lindsay episode and we're doing this episode now. If I didn't now. have a hedgehog to feed later, I'd stay here all fucking night. This I know, right? I miss podcasting. This was <laughs> great. It was great unloading things about our our fight. I know. And talking about stuff that I was so curious about and I knew you had done Cam Girl and I was just like, I really want to talk to her about it. So when you said you were down to do it, I was like, yes! I'm an open book. Feel it's, free. It's fantastic. And that's my dream guest to have on as an open book. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much <laughs> Thank for... Thank you for having my me. This God. Is yeah, and we'll have you back. I say this to every single fucking guest, but you're coming back on, obviously. I, I will. Like 100%. Um, I'm not even... Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. And this Butterbeer... Was you like pretty, it? Pretty good. Yay! Yeah. See, I, I it's very sweet, it, but it's not too sweet. When it's funny because Sarah was like, "You need to bring a, an a, an alcohol," and I was like, "You're gonna hate everything I drink." <laughs> well, Shannon was like everything. talking about doing martinis. I know, like Manhattan, because well, I was like, "I don't know what to bring," and you were like, "Just what would you order in a bar?" And it's like a dirty martini. And, and I was Sarah like, made this oh, face, oh. and I was like, "I'm not gonna do that." To you <laughs> I can't. That's mean. <laughs> no, but this is. I'm, I'm trying to broaden my horizons with booze. 
on the podcast. This so is a great maybe, way to do it. Maybe eventually I will get that. This is genius. This is a great way. And I will say, like, I do not support, like, if you are not, and I should add this on every episode, but like. Oh, is this the, I am, if you don't drink, it's cool? Yeah, if you don't drink, it's cool. It's totally cool. I will get drunk on talking. It yeah. is intoxicated. Yeah. So there we, are more things to be intoxicated than just alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. And it was just kind of created around this whole idea of like, you know, people are more relaxed when they have a drink. They bond over it. It's, yeah. it's, it's Then that was kind of the whole idea about it. But I'm more than happy to have people on who don't drink. Yeah. And also drink responsibly. Please um, do. The, Please one do. of the more, more recent episodes that was up, the Neil one, I puked after. Did and, you really? And it was the first time that I had, did a podcast episode and I was like, ah, oh, shit, things got a little too out of hand there. Hey, guys. Drink this responsibly. Is my, this is my intro for this episode. I'm really high on already. <laughs> Let's just listen to it. Bye. <laughs> I'm dying. But, uh, yeah, but seriously, thanks so much. Anytime, my dear. Find her channel on YouTube. Yeah, yes. Check her shit out. I'm going to link to this show in my yeah. description. 100%. For sure. And I'll link to you. Yeah. It's cross promo, yo. Yeah, y'all. So bring in for a cheers. Cheers. And with a cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. And ring that bell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Shannon. What a freaking discussion that was. Um, really enjoyed that one. Guys, if you if you got to this point, if you're hearing my voice right now, you've listened to the whole episode, I would love, 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 love if you could leave me an iTunes review or a Google Play review. Any type of feedback, any type of review would be appreciated. This is how people will discover the podcast. It is how we will get listeners that aren't necessarily close friends of mine so i would really appreciate it if you could leave a review that would be fantastic um but seriously thanks for listening and see you next week